This episode is sponsored by Paleo Valley's pasture-raised chicken sticks. I'm super excited to share Paleo Valley's brand new pasture-raised chicken sticks. These chicken sticks are made from 100% pasture-raised chicken and organic spices that are preserved using natural fermentation rather than preservatives. So yes, no fake stuff or additives here. These chicken sticks are sourced from regenerative family farms raised on American pastures and each stick is free of chemicals, antibiotics, pesticides, and added hormones. Paleo Valley's chicken sticks are a perfect snack packed with 7 grams of protein and frankly, a great value without skimping on quality. Make sure to support this podcast and head over to paleovalley.com slash nwj and use code nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks again for listening and supporting this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Judy Cho and I'm board certified in holistic nutrition and I have a private practice where we focus on root cause healing and it often starts with the carnivore cures all meat elimination diet. So today I just wanted to have some real talk. This is me on a daily basis. This is how my clients and patients get me and I'm wearing no makeup. I'm not prepped for YouTube. I just wanted to have a heart to heart with you all that have been following this channel and our podcast for a very long time. And so first of all, I just want to say thank you for being here. I don't know when you started watching my content, but I just want to say thank you for supporting me and trusting me through the process. But I also know that some of you are frustrated with the content that I've been sharing about chronic inflammatory response syndrome and some of the stuff about environment. And I just wanted to have a heart to heart with you all. And so this is just me talking to you, ideally, as if we were having coffee or water or gray tea, as some of us carnivores call it. So in every episode, I always start with that I have a private practice and we opt for root cause healing. And that is really the goal. That is not a gimmick for us. We are truly trying to find why some carnivores are imbalanced with hormones or imbalanced with electrolytes or not thriving as much as other carnivores, even like myself eating this way. And when we have a subset of people that are not improving, even with the carnivore cures elimination diet, where they go to the strictest level of just ruminant meat, salt, optional and water. And if they don't heal even with that, and then maybe taking some gut supports, maybe doing some fasting, doing lots of modalities that we have in our arsenal after several years of just carnivores, there was something that we needed to dig into deeper. And if you've seen my content over the years, there was a period that I would dive into hair minerals and mineral balancing and electrolytes. There was a period where I was super against liver because of vitamin A toxicity or copper toxicity. And yes, I still believe copper is mostly toxic, even though there's a subset of people that believe that we need to take more copper. And I would, as a caveat, just be very careful with that because you can actually be depleting yourself of molybdenum and you need molybdenum to help support your detox pathways. There are so many different rabbit holes I've gone through in my journey and trying to help people find root cause healing, because I truly believe that we really need to get to root cause healing so that we don't need modalities of biohacking or doing certain things perfectly or eating a carnivore diet perfectly to thrive and to live a normal life. Right now, I have fallen into this SIRS, people call it obsession, but I don't call it an obsession. I just think that we are sick from our environment. 
I find it so weird that we are so scared of touching receipt papers. And I even have that written in my carnivore cure book, right? We are scared of touching receipts and airplane tickets and boarding passes because there is some BPA that may cause an estrogenic effect. And yes, that is all true. But if we are scared to that level of the things we touch and the things that we put on our face, don't you think that our environment actually does have a big impact? If we're, if I'm in this room 10 hours a day, it's probably more than that. But if I was in this room, a lot of hours, don't you think if this room is not healthy, if the VOCs or EMFs or whatever, all the other things that we're scared of every single day, don't you think that that would be affecting me? If I know that BPAs from receipts and boarding passes affect my fingers, what if this chair is made of really bad chemicals? It probably is, but it's just, it's not that hard to believe that our environment can be making us sick. And I'm not saying we should all get fear mongered to all be scared of the environment. I am just saying that if you are part of my subset of the community that is not getting better with just carnivore and you've carnivored harder for all the different modalities and levers you could pull and you're still not getting better, I think it's fair to say, let's consider the environment. If you've if fixed your water and you fixed your personal care and hygiene and your circadian rhythms, and you've done all those different things and you're still not fully better or you have to do 500 things a day to just feel normal, or you have days where you're just kind of in bed most of the day, I think you should consider that maybe there is something to do with environment. We all generally want to live in a clean environment and mold can make anybody sick. Now, the SERS population is highly more susceptible to the illness, but everyone can get sick with mold. I know the research is still very new and time will tell. I mean, there was a point we were putting DDT in our lawn care. We were putting cocaine in our Coca-Cola and we were giving drugs to pregnant women that then cause issues to their fetuses and the babies that were born. So it's not unheard of to think that our buildings are being built unsafe. And I'm not even trying to talk about SERS in this conversation. I just want to talk about why I am going down this rabbit hole. And I just ask that, if you are not being affected by SERS, to not get necessarily upset by the video that I'm sharing or the episode, but just move on. Not everyone will get impacted by electrolytes. So in the episode where I'm talking about mineral balances and how much water you should drink and how do you balance your electrolytes and mineral balances to be optimal, maybe you don't need that and you just could skip that episode. And I think in the same vein, yes, I am putting out a lot more SERS content lately, but it's truly making changes for a lot of our clientele and our patients. While it may not impact you and you feel that I should just move on and start talking about something else, there are a subset of people that do really need SERS. And I think it's actually a large subset of the carnivore community. And whether people want to recognize that or not, I'm okay with that for now. But I just ask that we are open to all illnesses and how they can be supported or need extra support with a carnivore diet. I wanted to share a little bit about the carnivore life cycle that I've seen being in the carnivore community for over six years now, and then also working with individuals. A lot of people will get really interested in carnivore because they'll hear about it. Maybe they were keto and then they tried carnivore, they were paleo. Uh, maybe they heard about it from Joe Rogan or the Petersons. Maybe there's a biohack or they want to get leaner or they have an autoimmune or chronic illness, and they want to try the carnivore diet. So we have this subset of people that all try it. Some people will obviously say this diet's too hard and then move on just completely. And then there's people that I'll say, 
what are the resources can I learn the nuances of like how much salt to take, what kind of meats, um, how much fat, et cetera. And they may watch social media accounts. They may start buying books or getting guides. And at that point, we don't even recommend people starting to work with us. We have so much free content on our website. Uh, we have free carnivore cures elimination guide. We have a free resource for that where you can follow the elimination protocol and it's free. We have the books. Now then there's some people that will then go on the Facebook groups or join different monthly groups or support groups or communities or challenges. And they'll ask, why isn't this working? Why isn't that working? And then maybe they'll get on some supplements. I think sometimes we do all need some gut healing. If you've been on antibiotics for a while, or you just have not been eating fat for a long time, like how are you going to support your bile, for example, or your gallbladder or your liver? There are so many reasons why people will join these groups. And even when that doesn't work compared to everybody else, some people will say this diet just doesn't work and they leave. Or some people will still try to fine tune it because they see some levels of benefit. So if the Facebook groups or the social media accounts don't work enough, then people often join these communities. Now, the communities are great. I think it brings camaraderie. It gives you support systems where when you're doing this diet alone and it's lonely, you have friends that you can make that are on the same journey as you. But there is a subset that still does not get better or better enough in those communities. And that's where I think when things aren't working enough, that's when you can work with our Nutrition with Judy team. That's where we have worked with so many of the most unwell people where we have the nuances just from our case studies that we can see, well, we've seen this work. Maybe we could try that with you. And for a lot of people, it can work, especially with the carnivore diet and some supplements and therapies and other things like that. But even with all of that, and I have some very diligent student-like patients or clients, and those people still do not get fully better. They may feel better for a while, And then all of a sudden something happens or time passes and slowly their gut's not feeling as good or they're not sleeping as well again, or their hormones are getting imbalanced again. And that is where we ended up finding the environment more than just the environment. There's also the component of mind body. And if you have struggled with trauma, which I think a lot of people have, there's a component where trauma needs to be supported to SIRS or certain environmental illnesses like there. Yes, we have genetics, but I think the epigenetics plays a large part too. And I am just starting to see a trend. I, I think of scripture, but I think of a house that is built in sand versus a house that's built on rock. And if you don't have a strong foundation, so if you had trauma when you were young and you never supported that or healed from it or had this right mechanisms to get better, then if you had exposure to mold or if you had sensitivities to certain things in the environment or shots we get, maybe you will get more sick than the other person that has very similar wirings to you but didn't have trauma. These are all the nuances we consider in our private practice. And it's so hard to explain all of this on a YouTube channel, but I hope you understand my intent. This is not a, I am trying to make a ton of money with SIRS blood work because trust me, it's such a bad business model. I am basically recommending people to learn about SIRS and then I usher them on to doctors. So if you think about it, it is a poor business model for me, but I know that people really need that support. And I hope that this funnel that you can think of with carnivore helps you to understand how when I work with people that are the sickest and looking for root cause healing, that's that nuance I'm talking about. Person A and person B and person C will never be the same. And so there is no one answer. Not everyone will have SIRS. 
Not everyone needs to balance electrolytes. Not everyone has to give up liver, but there are trends I see. And I try to share it with you all. But if SIRS does not matter for you, then I just ask that you move on from the videos. Like don't watch it. And I'm totally okay with that. And I totally understand that sharing SIRS is not going to make my channel more popular. I hope you guys realize that I'm fully aware of that. But I share because I know it can help people because there is so much good carnivore content out there. And where I just want to have real talk, um, serious real talk, is that there's a lot of people that work with us that don't have a lot of money. And they work with us because they're at the brink of desperation. And they want healing. And they've really been to every doctor. They've done every diet and every supplement protocol, every dietary intervention and medical establishment, and they're still not better. So I just ask us to lead with empathy and think of, is Judy crazy that she wants to share just about SIRS and get very little views? Or maybe there's that many people that need her content that cannot afford to meet with all these different doctors and get all these different opinions or get the hope that they're, she's sharing from these people that have been sick but are healing. I am trying to help people and why I interview experts and researchers and scientists and doctors and leading everybody's and not interrupt them. It's not because I don't have anything to say. Like I have so much I'd love to say, but it's because I want them to share their brilliance in their different fields. Because for most of these people, it's either a impossible to get a one-on-one consultation or it's like thousands of dollars. But instead, we get to see their content and learn from it and absorb as much of that content because I really want us to absorb as much from these people's brilliant brains. And that is why I do a lot of these interviews. Yes, selfishly, I learn so much and I grow so much and it makes me think about lots of other avenues I could support my team and my patients and clients. But I also hope that if you are not as financially well, maybe they teach you certain things that can help support you to get to better health, because this channel really is about getting to root cause healing and mostly living a life symptom-free and all the biohacks will never fully get you symptom-free. They can help you as a band-aid. but my goal with whether it's the people in the community or it's my clientele, it's to get you to root cause healing. Why are things imbalanced? Why do you have to eat only meat? And again, if it's a choice, it's okay. If you choose to only eat meat, that's so different than you can only eat meat. Now, I know some people have asked about a SIRS budget conversation. I interviewed a SIRS doctor that has a free clinic and he shares some of the recommendations, but I will do a video. It isn't the easiest answer, but there are ways. Like that's the thing I really want our community to understand is just because a video or a podcast says you must do this. And this is the route to do it. Yes, that's the ideal route. But if sometimes you can't afford that, find a way. Like, I just wish that you can leave my content with, I'm going to find a way to do my service treatment or to eat that grass-finished fresh meat that won't give me histamines. Find a way. And sometimes it may cost money initially or temporarily, or maybe it's you just have to find ways to cut corners. But We are humans with such intelligent brains. We can find ways to cut corners. And I know that's not super efficacious for me to say as a practitioner, but I would rather you have hope and try different things than just say, I can't afford that. I can't fix my place. So forget it. I'm just going to be sick with it. 
that's not an answer and it should never be an answer regardless of the environment and regardless of the diet. We know that some people say carnivores a rich man's diet, but it's not. We can live off of grain finished ground beef, eggs and butter from Walmart and still thrive eating that way for most of us. And if that's the case, then there's got to be ways. Maybe we talk about SIRS more and then more doctors will start treating, or maybe the medications will come down in price, or maybe the buildings will start being built differently. I will always be rooted in carnivore. Carnivore truly saved my life. And of course, my faith. Our team right now is spending so many hours working on the carnivore summit so that it is the best, ideally, but it is one of the best summits that will be out there. And it represents carnivore in a very respectable way. I'm trying to do that for this community. We have two carnivore books coming out this year. There's so much stuff that I'm trying to do for carnivore. So please understand that this is not my pivot to SIRS. SIRS is a big part of our practice, but we are a full dietary and lifestyle intervention support to get to root cause healing. And sometimes it's protocols such as SIRS from Dr. Shoemaker, or sometimes it's protocols like doing a mind body program to start really rebalancing your limbic system so that you're not as traumatized. We have a therapist that we hired onto our team and she has worked in group trauma, women's trauma, and also has worked as a mental therapist for many, many years. We are working towards advancing carnivore and we just hired a research person to start getting our clinical cases into papers. And ideally we can write a paper on SIRS plus carnivore inflammation and show that we can reduce numbers with just a diet alone because inflammation really does go down on carnivore. But how do we prove that to the rest of the world? Yes, we could show CRP, but it's not a good reflection on its own. But we have inflammatory markers that we test on SIRS and we can show possible data that the numbers before treating SIRS are lower in carnivores than any other diet. This is the way that we are going to advance carnivore. So I'm just asking our community and start trying to understand where my content is coming from. If this was about popularity, I would be sharing, here's the five things I eat in a week. Here are five meals I eat. And I will do those eventually one day. The way that I've always tried to build my practice was I want to help the most sickest people because they're the hardest and most challenging complex cases. They're like this crazy puzzle, like a Rubik's cube. And if I can figure that out, then anybody starting carnivore can be healed because even the sickest have answers. So then what does that mean for the general population? And that is why I went to the hardest and sickest. And trust me, it's very challenging on us, but I know when it's time and we go more beginner's guides and things like that, we will be ready to support any more stronger stance with clinical case studies and research papers and summits and things that we can really move the diet because this diet is truly amazing. But know that sometimes the diet has to be paired with the environment or the diet has to be paired with lifestyle things or trauma, but that doesn't take away from the diet. I feel that my purpose in life is to help really sick people have a chance at a better life. And I will always advocate for that on my podcast and my channel. And so I know that for a lot of beginners, a lot of people that just want diet motivation, it may not be the right content and that's okay. So take what makes sense for you and always leave what doesn't. 
but I will always be a fan of carnivore and sharing carnivore stuff. But I am always going to also push the envelope more to see what plus carnivore adjacent can help. Thank you for all this love and support. We are so excited for the carnivore summit that's releasing soon. We have put in so much blood, sweat, and tears for the summit. I think of it like a wedding. It's all these fine details that no one else will probably see, but our team is working on every little thing to make the summit look like a fine orchestra. There is so much more to life than figuring out what is the perfect protocol, the perfect supplement. I think sometimes it's just trying to find peace in you. And I don't know how that answer will work for everybody. The thing is, like, I understand how hard things can be because I went through postpartum depression and major depression and went on medications, was even on in a lockdown for three days. I lost my memory then too. So I don't even remember a lot of it, but every time I bring it up, I get emotional because it absolutely is trauma. I know there were so many points during that time where I just felt like life is not that fun. It's, I don't even know if it's worth living, but now where I am today, there are days where it can be hard and there's just so much to live for. Even if the diet isn't perfect, even if your environment isn't perfect, there is always a way that things can get better. And I think the easiest thing we can do is our mindset. I've been watching so much content on how Michael Jordan became a great. He just had this tenacity that no matter what he's going to practice, he's going to keep going until he became an NBA champion. And I think if we were to use that perseverance in anything we do and then have grace when it's not as good, then I think we can go a long way. And it's not just, again, about the perfect diet or the perfect environment. It's a lot of everything. And I just ask that as a community, we fight for better. And a lot of it, if we don't have the money and we don't have the best financial supports or resources to get the best meats or the best practitioners, you can start with your mind. I think Tony Robbins has a lot of good motivational stuff. Uh, Jack Canfield has a really good book. I think it's called Success Principles. Those books don't cost a lot, but maybe you commit to just reading one chapter a day and then see what tactical things you could bring into your life to make your life incrementally better. Because for a lot of people, it's just getting incrementally better every single day that can change your life forever. And that's why I always talk about win the days and doing things to improve your life because every single day that you find as a win, one day you will find that you are truly a winner. If there are any types of videos you want me to do, maybe it's a solo, maybe it's somebody you want me to interview, please leave it in the comments and I will take the time and actually consider what to share next. And I will, I'm happy to do that for you. Thank you so much for just listening and watching and just being here and supporting me and just believing in my mission in trying to help people. I think you need resources and an audience to really propel things for change. And it all starts with us. It all starts with us individuals sharing our healing, sharing our tenacity with our loved ones around us so that they will get stronger too. All right, guys, make sure to eat a lot of meat, take care of your bodies and your mind, because that's really the only place you have to live. I will talk to you later. Bye, guys.
Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com slash groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.